Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. My name's Joe. As always, Doug and Eric are here, and we have a special, 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 like short by special guest. Uh, in every sense of the word special. Yeah. Who that? It's your favorite podcast host, baby. Your favorite. Hey, guys, it's RJ. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dude? What's going on? I get to talk to these motherfuckers every two weeks, but, you know, I don't get to talk to Eric very often. So, what's up, Eric? What's going on, buddy? I'm glad to have you here. We're, we're going to talk about uh, what is Are apparently really? one of your favorite movies. Yes, I am. I'm excited. I am very excited. I'm pumped. We're, we're not going to give it away some, just yet. I had some realizations with this film. We're going to talk about it. All right. Well, because before we do. Because this was my favorite Star Wars movie, and it still is of the original trilogy, to be fair. All right, you've basically given it 75% away. Before we do, (laughs) what is new in your world, man? What's going on with you, RJ? Not a whole lot, man. Okay. (laughs) Fatherhood's a bitch. I I don't know what to say. Like, I'm, oh, she can climb out of her crib now. So, you (laughs) know, like, I just, I can't sleep, She's mobile. It's great. Oh, it sucks. No, honestly, I've I've put like everything on the back burner. Uh, like, I barely show up for just surprise me. I mean, come on now. Yeah, Wait. but that's been <laughs> true for like change? two years, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> hey, 
My point exactly. Since my daughter's been born, I priorities. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doug, what's going on with you, bud? Uh, yeah, it's official now, so I can announce it. I, I mentioned on Facebook, you know, people call me Grandpa a lot, but I'm actually going to be an actual real grandpa hey. for the first time. Yeah, woo! Thank you, Yeah, I am. I'm crazy excited. Every, obviously, everybody is. Uh, my oldest son Tim, this beautiful wife Meg, um, are expecting in October, and yeah, it's it's like the best thing ever. It really is. And I don't even feel old. I don't care. I, it's just so beautiful that it doesn't matter. It's all good. So yeah, that's that's my big news this week. Yeah, that transcends jokes, man. Like that's yeah, that's genuinely good stuff. Yep. Yeah, it really is. It's really cool. I'm very, very, we're very excited. Oh yeah. yeah. Joe, what's happening? Oh, let's see. I washed my car today. Um, that was kind of congrats. Fun. Yeah, and that was that was good. Uh, what else did I do? I made some fudge. Um, which is surprisingly easy to make. Like it's only three ingredients, it's, and it takes about ten minutes. It's, it's fucking amazing. I don't know why Will they charge so much. You just put it in the fridge when you're done. Well, um, you can to cool it faster, but I like leaving it on the counter and letting it cool at room temperature so it doesn't like get too uh, kind of texture changing. Okay, um, all right, that's cool. But yeah, it's just literally whatever flavor chocolate chips you want to put in it. Like if you want white chocolate, use white chocolate chips. If you want regular chocolate, use milk chocolate. Uh, you just take that, melt that down with some butter, and then mix in a can of uh, sweetened condensed milk. Um, once it's like smooth, pour it into like some kind of vessel and let it cool. And it's done. Nice. So easy. Between um, this and the fucking cheesecakes, like what is happening, man? Are you going to open uh, a bakery? Like, w- send me some treats. Dude, I'll just bring them down to you. Like, oh, okay. I know what's new. Me and Eric got to fucking hang out in Orlando. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck. Last weekend. Was I was great. waiting for you to say something like you bitch. Uh, yeah, we we went to the uh, Tom and Dan Land Cruise here in Orlando, yeah. so that was fun. We saw the the live show and hung out, had a few beers. My brother was there, my wife was there, had a good time. Um, yeah, man, that was that's that's really it for me. Other other than that, um, on the art side of things, I'm gonna be in a museum, so that's fancy. I got into wow. the. Uh, Orlando Museum of Arts nice. first Thursday show. It's like a like a nerd themed uh, show, so that'll be cool. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think I think we're ready to dive into uh, this movie here. What do you think, guys? Hey, let's yeah, do it. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, RJ, you already fucking gave the whole thing away, but. Why don't you take us there, buddy? Where are we talking about? I mean, if they clicked on the fucking episode and read the goddamn title, it was already given away. So shut your mouth. Pretend it like that's not a thing. All right. Okay. 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 Assuming our listeners can't read, so yeah, (laughs) yeah, might be true for some of them. See what you don't. What you don't know is that so. We fuck with people. We put the wrong title on the episode, so they think they're going to listen to the mask with Jim Carrey, and it's fucking. uh, I wouldn't know that. No country for old men. See, right? Yeah. Oh, and Jesus. then we put some movie that seems interesting on, and then it's actually Search and Destroy. <laughs> or, or The Kids. <laughs> oh, no, we decided not to do Kids. I know, yeah, you told me. But yeah, too much of it down. Well, we, we, may still we may still do it one day. What was yeah. funny is when you sent me that, that list and I showed it to Andrea, that was like the only comment she had out of the whole list. They're like, she's like, you guys, are, they're going to do the fucking Kids? That movie's depressing <laughs> as shit. Hey, you know what we need to do? We need to do a kid's bully double feature. <laughs> oh, God. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Let's do gummo for good measure. Yeah, why not? All right. Anyway. So, guys, we're, we're, we're here today to talk about the third installment of the original trilogy of Star Wars films. RJ? We're going to talk about Return of the Jedi. Woo. Fucking A. That's right. I'm excited for this one. I got a lot to shit to say. Got a lot of shit to talk about. Well, as I understand it, this is your favorite Star Wars movie. It is. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so quickly. The, it's the favorite one that we didn't already have a guest for. Yeah. Yeah. So so I made the mistake of actually prepping for this show and rewatching it mm-hmm. after a few years of, well, let's just face it, some disappointing Star Wars films and what's considered canon. And while it still is my favorite of the original trilogy, it is not my favorite movie anymore. Okay. Well, yeah. hey, we'll get there. Uh, Joe, hit me with that music blast. Let's get into it. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, from Lucasfilm, what is a movie that I didn't think I liked that much, but I like better now, fucking Return of the Giant. Now, I'll go into this whole episode by... I'll give you two warnings up front. Number one, I like this movie more than I should, and I like it more than I thought I did. And number two, you might hear me cry, because one of these scenes hit me in an unexpected way. And I've, I've seen this movie a dozen fucking times, but I never went into it with the intentional fresh eyes that I did this rewatch. And uh, this silly shit hit me in a way that it should not hit any grown man. So you've been warned. Mm. <laughs> we'll get there. See, I it's, it, see, I I went in this with with uh, uh, trying trying to actually be critical of the film. So maybe that was my problem. Like I was actually like really really paying attention. Where let's be face let, let's face it, we watch these movies as kids and we're like, ooh, shit blows up, <laughs> spaceships lightsabers cool as an adult and as a huge fan of the franchise in general and the what is considered now canon oh man oh okay. man this is gonna be this is All gonna right. be this is gonna be a hard one guys rj i'm gonna make it my personal mission to bring you back to loving this movie. all right all right the way that you hey did. hey i i didn't say i didn't enjoy this film but i think once we get into it it's really I'm really what what I more so have a problem with is how it fits within what is considered Star Wars canon to date under Disney. All right, but just let that go. All right, so listen, we open the movie, we get our we get our cool yellow words, you know, with all kinds of information that I'm not going to go over, and we get a nice shot, very similar to the shot from uh, Star Wars: A New Hope of a star destroyer overhead, just seemingly seemingly endless, right? Um, everything so looks shaped. yeah. Everything looks a little better than it did in New Hope, but not much. And I think that's uh, I'll, I'll give George Lucas some credit here. He's showing some restraint because what we're watching is like the latest cut of this movie. Like this is what you'll see on Disney Plus. Um, so this is your special edition, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Like um, he fucked version. with this movie way less than he fucked with A New Hope, as far as visual effects go. Yes, he did. He did. So you get some of the warts and stuff that you got um, 
you know, with the theatrical. And one and Doug, one of my favorite things to talk about with you with these movies is, um, you know, obviously I was a little young when these came out. <laughs> Doug was a little old when they came Doug. out. Doug, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. I wasn't gonna say that. What I was how gonna, old is this motherfucker? <laughs> how old is this motherfucker? What I was gonna say is I'm fascinated by the theatrical experience because to go see this in the in the theater when it comes out, like the excitement and. And all of that, you were yeah. there, man. So yes, yeah. What was that? What was the feeling here? I mean, this was like this was a big uh, deal. Yeah, I mean, again, it, it was a different time. <laughs> um, you know, we, VHS was out, so we had the ability to watch the other movies by this point. But um, seeing this, I was in college when when this one came out in '83, and I went with one, one of my buddies on opening night, and. Um, yeah, I, you know, at the time it was a flawless movie, just like the first two were for me, because the 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 time and the ability to dissect and 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 pick apart was not there. Um, so you know, it was my second favorite of the three. You know, with Empire being first, even back then. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, the buzz the buzz was palpable. You know, when you got to the theater, we were online outside. Um, you know, because back then too, you couldn't buy seats. You know, you bought you bought a ticket when you walked up to the counter. Um, you know, so you stood on that line, not not even knowing where you're going to sit in the theater or if you're even going to sit together. Um, we got there early enough to make sure that happened. But um, so yeah, it was um, it, like I said, it was you could feel it. You could feel the buzz in the air uh, because this at the time was the conclusion of the trilogy. You know, yeah. Lucas was flat out saying he wasn't doing any more of these movies. Um, so we thought this was it. So we, we really went in wanting and hoping to appreciate how it wrapped up. Yeah. And it was, it was it for a long time, man, for a really long time. Um, so we, we get to see an unfinished second Death Star, you know, kind of like patchworky looking Death Star. It actually looks way cooler, honestly. Yeah. It looks badass, man. Um, if you want to watch, uh, some deep commentary about this whole movie watch clerks because they get into the, oh, the yeah. moral dilemma of the people <laughs> on board this space station um but we have a ship that's visiting this this under construction death star and on this shuttle is everyone's favorite villain darth vader so joe if you want to hit a visit from the boss Lord vader this is an unexpected pleasure we're honored by your presence you may dispense with the pleasantries commander I'm here to put you back on schedule. I assure you, Lord Vader, my men are working as fast as they can. Perhaps I can find new ways to motivate them. I tell you, this station will be operational as planned. The Emperor does not share your optimistic appraisal of the situation. But he asks the impossible. I need more men. Then perhaps you can tell him when he arrives. The Emperor's coming here? That is correct, Commander. And he is most displeased with your apparent lack of progress. We shall double our efforts. I hope so, Commander, for your sake. The Emperor is not as forgiving as I am. Fucking A. Yep. You know how relatable is that? Like, your supervisor comes to pick apart what you're doing because the owner is going to visit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Believe me, I know this too well. Yeah. <laughs> I just, oh, 
man. But you already have some shit to say. I do, because you know what? Man, I know damn well Tarkin would have been like, yo, bitch, we ain't getting it done. And there's nothing you're going to do about it, and I'll just explain that to the Emperor. Like, it Mm. it just, these are the facts, motherfucker. Tarkin was a rare breed, man. He was, and I just, like, that's the problem with the fucking Empire in a nutshell. (laughs) Period. I like that you have a problem with just the entire Empire as a as an organization no think about it think about it every if we're talking about original trilogy every film i know we're talking about return but name any other like imperial commander who has a spine like tarkin oh no he was he was the og (laughs) like and everyone's just a bunch of bitches because listen you got this fucking you got this magic armored giant mm-hmm. right walking around choking people with air mm-hmm. tark was was one of a kind like he gave zero fucks and we established that in our new hope episode like Tarkin was barking orders at vader like he was the fucking uh the line cook at mcdonald's yeah no <laughs> and that's what makes Tarkin great and yeah again his current canon is superb his book is amazing, and it, it just really gives gravitas even more so. His portrayal, I mean, can we call it a portrayal in Rogue One? I mean, it was, sure. it, was it was a portrayal. That's a, a fair portrayal. word for yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, I just, I love that. I love that, and I just wish, like, this scene right here, I'm just like, oh, man. Right. You mean this is the guy who's heading up? No wonder it's behind you got this bitch running the show. Like, well, damn. there's only one Tarkin. I mean, and he's that's, dead. So, yeah, yeah. That's you know, fine. But I got to say, man, but, if this bums you out, we're in for a long ride. Because... I know. That's my problem. <laughs> I know. Man. I'm in my head going four hours. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, we, we, we are now revisiting our old friends, R2D2 and C3PO. They were our way into this whole franchise. And uh, now they're back on the desert of Tatooine, which is just so fitting and perfect. Uh, They're walking up to what we learn is Jabba's palace. And we get this kind of cool interaction with the door and this droid eyeball. And C-3PO don't want to do it, man. He's like, fuck it, let's go. I think that P in his name stands for pussy. I think so. (laughs) Because he's fucking scared of everything. But R2 is dead set. He's like, fuck it, man, we're going in. They open the door for us. We explain why we're here. Um, and we get our very first Return of the Jedi uh, reference to the older movies, which is a feeling they have. A bad one? A bad one? Joe? Mm-hmm. No. You got to tell me when you want to cue. I was trying to be cute. Oh. I was trying to be... I just thought it was important that we established that C-3PO had a bad feeling. I'm sorry. A, you're going to have a couple callbacks throughout this. We do. We do. Uh, this All right. I, I do have a quick I have a, two, a quick beef about um, 3PO's interaction with the eyeball. Okay. So, he, you know, he's fluent in six million forms of communication, yet he stutters and fumbles through <laughs> this guy like he's... He kind of doesn't know the language. He's a fucking droid. He, should, he knows well, every he's language. He's into visual... Or, uh, 
audible communication, not visual. No, uh, yeah, but he, but no, I mean he's even stu- he's fumbling through the words that I'm he's saying. But anyway, joke, let's move on. I'm not going to dwell on this. But <laughs> I was trying to make a joke and it didn't work. So oh, okay. <laughs> that's okay. All right, that's well, okay. Anyway. It was a fumble. Yeah, I think so, I think three PO. You know, he likes he likes to talk it up, but yeah. uh, he's it's it ain't six million languages. It's like thirty languages. <laughs> yeah, in Spanglish, like he can talk some yes, Spanglish. Exactly, yeah. that's what that was. All right, makes sense. Right. It reminds on. me of an episode of Robot Chicken where he's sitting in the Spanish class. Uh, anyways, sorry. <laughs> and, and not not to harp on this. Nobody watch, nobody here watches the Robot Chicken Star Wars specials. No. I mean, it's been a while, man. But finish the story. What no, happened? It's, it's just oh god. No, it's just it's just him trying to learn Spanish. It, it's fucking hilarious. All right, I'll have to revisit now, that. Now I don't want to harp on this point too much because you know I've made it. I don't even know how many times now. But what's more useful? A, a robot that's scared of everything that tries to translate shit and never really gets it right and then basically just kisses whoever's ass he's translating for or just a universal communicator that lets you understand every other species I mean sure but look at C-3PO from an artistic point of view he's Shakespearean man like he's you know mm. he's a tragic figure he mm. he he yearns for preaching uh, more than his lot in life like it's it's a Praise very be. it's a compelling relationship between mm-hmm. him you know, and though, if you melted down c-3po how many communicator badges you can make out of him that have universal translators built in ah oh, fuck star trek okay <laughs> i was going with the star trek's better than star wars thing i know <laughs> took you a second we all know we all you know, know what? Save that's that, why i've save been quiet for the last real quick minutes. joe save that for the film that matters that i will be doing with you guys further down the line because there's a whole plot point with that. Keep Star Trek out of this, okay? Until uh, then. I mean, they're, they don't even compare. I was just being an asshole. That's I don't care. I don't Keep care. your I name do. out my mouth. All right. So let's move on. Like <laughs> uh, my. We're in the palace, and our droid friends have a message to deliver to the mighty Jabba the Hutt. Okay? So Jabba is going to hear this message from... Our friend Luke Skywalker, Joe Haddock. Greetings, exalted one. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight and friend to Captain Solo. I know that you are powerful, mighty Jabba, and that your anger with Solo must be equally powerful. I seek an audience with your greatness to bargain for Solo's life. With your wisdom, I'm sure that we can work out an arrangement which will be mutually beneficial and enable us to avoid any unpleasant confrontation. As a token of my goodwill, I present to you a gift. These two droids. What did you say? Both are hardworking and will serve you well. I love that C-3PO is like, what the fuck? I know. He's like, fuck you say? (laughs) (laughs) Can we just say also how dapper... Distinguished. Luke is looking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he looks good, man. Oh he yeah, does. he, he um, really does. Also, if you watch this, this uh, any of these Job of the Hut scenes, and you have a decent like sound system in your house, it sounds like that motherfucker has like ten tons of bass in his voice. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. subwoofer was just shaking the whole fucking room. 
My whole uh, fucking wall is vibrating from his fucking voice. Hell yeah. I love it. I love... Already this movie's got me because there's so much cool practical shit going on between the makeup and the costuming and this big fucking rubber puppet. And, man, six guys in there to make this thing move around. Yeah, Jim Henson wasn't playing. No, man. And that voice. That voice is fucking oh, powerful. He chewed up. Like fucking so, so good. I'm so glad it wasn't that fat Irish guy from the first movie. Yeah, that's true. Very true. So we get we get these shots of, like I said, all this character work. Um, Jabba's got this little pet thing, this little rat guy, uh, Salacious Crumb, which has that's the right. coolest laugh in all of cinema. Coolest laugh and one of the coolest names. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love that name. Sounds like a rapper. Salacious. Yes. Salacious, I, th- I believe it's Salacious B. Crumb, which yeah. makes it even more like a 90s rap name. Oh, yeah. No, the whole thing. I remember seeing you know, him popping up, that laugh the first time in the theater. And the, <laughs> we went nuts. We went absolutely nuts. It was the best thing. It's great, man. A little comic relief in there. Um, yeah. They added some things in this movie for the kids, obviously, you know, trying to sell some toys and stuff. Salacious crumb just being the the first of many who the fuck uh, wanted toyetic. that toy back in the day please tell you me did? what what i said who the fuck actually wanted that toy back in the day please oh tell no me. it was uh, big for the kids back then are you kidding me i know anything, this is star sure wars came with the mcdonald's anything, happy meal anything well, star wars was big come on see, toys you needed, us, baby you needed salacious crumb because he came with jabba's hookah you know what I'm saying? Yes. So you okay. got to have, okay. like, if you had Jabba's throne, come on, dude. Okay. You got to have salacious crumb. My what bad. the fuck? I guarantee, I guarantee if you have it now, that's worth some fucking money. Oh. I, I all right. I'm going to go deep cut on you, and I don't mean to get off the tracks. Oh, they made too many salacious crumbs, and they all got lost in a warehouse, right? They found them, like, four years ago. So oh, you wow. can, that wasn't you can like get you some salacious ago? crumbs for cheap, cheap. Nice. Interesting. Uh, well, there goes my theory on him. Which on I that. did. So, which I did. How many <laughs> did you get? <laughs> 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 uh, so we get to see more of Jabba's palace. There's some job placement going on with the droids. Uh, R2-D2 is going to be made into a waiter of sorts. And C-3PO is going to be Jabba's personal translator. And we, <laughs> we get... All right, this is, my, this is my biggest beef with this movie. Just right out of the gate. I love this practical stuff. Like, you can see the artistry. You can see the puppeteering. You can see all of the labor and love that went into this shit. And in the original Return of the Jedi, you had a sequence here with Jabba being entertained by a band. Okay? All puppetry. Um, There was a singer, and she, you know, these spindly legs and lips, and she was being puppeted from underneath. Just beautiful henson exactly. shit yeah. not no mo lucas said fuck all of that we have a brand new musical number that was part of the it was awful yeah 97 yeah. i believe special edition that's still in the cut today and uh joe if you want to hit this is the music that you hear i, I, I don't really want to hit it but i will no <laughs> all right i labeled i labeled this sequence bullshit cgi goblin song <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> Here we go. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, that one. Who did that? 
Ayo hit you for your thing, Aaron. Did we have to listen yeah. to the whole thing? Jesus, we had to listen. Right? No, I, I cut it like halfway off. Like if we had a, <laughs> if we had to listen to watch the, the audience has to listen to yes. the cast. Sorry, <laughs> now um, you can't feel that in your bones. You know, get your ass shaking, Eric. Come on. Yeah, I mean, fucking, fucking, I can see you twerking to that. Come on, shut up. Hell no. The only redeeming quality for this whole sequence is the original. Is it eventually film. ends? Is that <laughs> oh. it ends? Yes, but you get to see Boba Fett, badass. You right. get to see a larger woman with six breasts. Badass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a- and they recast, uh, they had a, a green lady named Ula who was dancing for Jabba. A kind of cool backstory is that when they were doing reshoots for the special edition, they used the same actress because she was like a, a dancer, you know, in incredible shape, looked exactly the same as she did 20 years prior or whatever the right. fuck. Bad at math. And uh, so she came back. And she's the only actress to be both in the original cut and the special edition reshoots. That's cool. That's real cool. But other than that, you this know the is name of that song? Oh no, the, I don't. It has yeah, a that name. song has a name. It's called Jedi Rocks. Oh, fuck <laughs> it. oh god! Jedi Rocks. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> and the whole the whole part with with, with Max Rebo jumping in with that semi rap semi song, and then they zoom in on his open mouth. Oh, oh that's yeah, not Max doesn't... Rebo. That's some bullshit. Oh, that's goblin. not Max. Max Rebo is the, the blue, blue guy in the blue keyboard. Guy. Oh, thing. you're right. Yes. No, nope, my mistake. You're hun- yes. Sorry. Yep, you're right. You're this right. This guy yeah. is just a monstro, a CGI nightmare. And I don't the know. Weird pig lady. Side, side note. Um, again, robot chicken. I love the they did a special or they did a clip where it's like Max Rebo's like greatest hit. So it's like one of those infomercials of like you know like. You know, 70s smooth rock, but it's Max Rebo and his hits. <laughs> Fucking priceless. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's great. Um, so that's my gripe is, you know, it kind of hurts my heart that all of that artistry is, is yanked away and replaced with this. Yeah. Yep. Like, I, the cool thing about seeing the original cut is you get to see the results of these these people who were passionate and dedicated and you know, fuck. Like I said, Job of the Hut. There's six people in a rubber suit. Like it's that kind of work that went into creating some of this stuff, and the fact that they can just yank it out and be like, "Now nah, let's put this badly rendered, like PlayStation One graphic monster uh, yeah. screaming at you for no reason." It's kind of heartbreaking. This is Lucas just being Lucas. Hey, it's, at the end of the day, it technically, because he can. Technically. You have to blame Mr. Steven Spielberg. Just remember that, guys. Remember that. What did poor Steven do? Right? He made Jurassic <laughs> Park, which is quoted by Lucas. What made me think that the fucking new uh, trilogy and the specialized editions could be possible. Yeah, but then Lucas went and made the the prequels, and they were awful. And it just shows that it's all Lucas. Sorry. No, no. I yeah, you can't that. blame but, Spielberg, man. Spielberg was doing Spielberg his own thing. Spielberg was the muse. That's all yeah, I'm saying. George over here. Like, I'm gonna do it too. No, 
No, By George. the way, I actually saw this film in theaters. I, I don't think I mentioned that earlier. I saw the, the specialized edition oh, when they re-released it in IMAX. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you, you were yeah. front and center for the changes, man. The oh, exciting man, additions. Mouth. Hot. See, imagine that. You saw that on what? How big's your TV that you watched this on? Oh, I watched this on my uh, on my laptop, so we're, we're I, oh, I was spared. You. Yeah, I was on the seventy five inch. Oof. See that shit on an IMAX screen? Fuck Ugh. y'all! It <laughs> haunts you. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So, uh, I digress. So we see uh, as the party is going on, this bounty hunter comes in with. Our beloved Chewbacca in chains. I can't do a Chewbacca noise. <laughs> <laughs> there, you go. there, you go. there we go. Um, None of that was me, by the way. <laughs> I did the best one, just in case you were wondering. Yes, I did, did the worst one. <laughs> yes, you did. I'm, I'm the average. Mine yeah, kind of okay. sounds like Chewbacca swallowing cum. But, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, get all in his fur. <laughs> and with that the episode ended and they never spoke again <laughs> and poor andy all right never mind uh, <laughs> so we see we see chewy getting brought in by this bounty hunter looks kind of badass his name's bausch and uh we also see one of the skiff guards who's his partner yeah and it's no who is it who's bausch's partner who and is Loam. Loam? Bausch and Loam. <laughs> no. I was going to make that joke, but I was thinking because well, it God damn it. Now <laughs> the episode's really over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all week. Try the veal. Oh, man. All that right, was actually pretty good. Go ahead. All right. So we see that Lando is there in disguise. So we know some sneaky shit is afoot. And the bigger point here is that, like, when Leia plans an escape, it's good. When the boys plan an escape, it's pretty shitty. Yep. As we saw in A New Hope. So there's a lot that goes on in the next, like, 25 minutes of this movie where it seems like they're not in control, but they really are in control because Leia's smarter than everybody. And that's yeah. a good thing. It's a whole Ocean's Eleven of, a, of, of unfortunate circumstances. Yes. Yeah. We got caught on purpose. Got caught on purpose, exactly, man. But as a kid, this was pretty like harrowing. You know what I mean? Like every turn here was like, oh no, oh fuck, oh they got caught. And uh, you know, for a children's movie, which again this is a children's movie, it did that really well. It played with your expectations. Yeah, this is a children's franchise. Well, all right. When you say it, it sounds negative. When I say it, <laughs> it sounds positive. See, that's I'm disagreeing with you. All right, that's fair. So in the in the darkness in the cover of night, Bausch sneaks up to old Han Solo trapped in carbonite and breaks him out of his uh, his rocky tomb there, and uh, we get like a meet cute with this bounty hunter monster thing and Han Solo, but we find out it's really Lay in disguise, and we thought this was the plan, but they get caught here too, which was just another like oh no. But they need it, you know, it's all part of the thing. Leia's got it under control. Um, they get, like I said, they get caught, 
and we're introduced to like the most problematic element of princess leia is what i I don't i don't know how to approach this there's there's a few different ways we can but this is what we refer to as slave leia Mm -hmm. like jabba decides to make leia his plaything, and she's rocking this metal bikini and it's a whole it's a whole thing uh carrie fisher apparently before any of this went down like had meetings with lucas where she was like look you know i i want I want this character to be less of a damsel in distress and more of a strong leader. And, you know, he's sitting there. Mm-hmm, yes, mm, I agree. <laughs> and what does he come up with? This shit. Which is like every prepubescent boy's fantasy. Hey, it's um, a children's franchise. It's a children's franchise. Um, yeah, she's uh, barely covered. And apparently behind the scenes, she was like against the two-sided tape they wanted to use for this thing so before every take they had to make sure that like a titty wasn't out <laughs> like they had yeah. to reshoot things because tits because were... you can't have brawls in space exactly you can't have brawls in space um let's let's take it again a titty flout like it's it was tits ahoy <laughs> tits ahoy <laughs> which is my favorite cookie it's mine too <laughs> so um, this all leads up to Jabba sentencing them for their crimes. And Joe, if you want to hit that clip for me. Oh, yeah. His high exaltedness, the great Jabba the Hutt, has decreed that you are to be terminated immediately. Good, I hate long waits. <laughs> you will therefore be taken to the Dune Sea and cast into the pit of Kampun, the nesting place of the all-powerful Sarlacc. Doesn't sound so bad. In his belly you will find a new definition of pain and suffering, as you are slowly digested over a thousand years. <laughs> Second thought, let's pass on that, huh? You should have bargained. Yachanichu! This is the last mistake you'll ever make. <laughs> There's that laugh. Now, I should have mentioned that Luke showed up prior to this. Yeah, you fucked that uh, up. He, well, I didn't fuck yeah. it up. Calm down, RJ. Uh, he showed up. You know, he tried to do his Jedi thing. Ended up fighting a giant stop-motion monster. It was it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It the reminded rant- me of the monster from Howard the Duck. Oh, <laughs> that's great. That's a deep cut. And yes, that is uh, same director, so why not, man? Wasn't that Lucas's follow-up to this movie i think it was yeah and because i mean it had the same like triple claw hands and everything yeah oh yeah it also had one of my favorite actresses in all time mm-hmm. of all time uh, she yeah. got the corkscrew she got the corkscrew that's correct <laughs> sir so we got to put howard the duck oh, on this like list <laughs> we oh man hold on so well, one, real quick we we just mentioned that that George Lucas directed this film. That's technically not correct. That's true. That's, that's true. technically not correct. But Lucas directed this film more than he directed Empire Strikes Back because he was there every day. Yes, I'm just saying technically, if you look up like actual, actual um, 
credits. It's uh, Richard Marquand or whatever his last name is. Yep. Now, do you know why George Lucas was so hands-on with Return of the Jedi? No, I don't. Because who direct? Who was the guy who directed uh, Empire Strikes Back? I forget his name. Um. Well, it's not important. What's important is that that guy went so fucking over budget, and Lucas was the one financing these movies. They're technically indie films at the time that he insisted on being there to like micromanage everything that this dude did on on Jedi. Irving so, Kushner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I just had to Google it. So on on Jedi, he basically said it was like. Um, it was like directing Shakespeare's uh, whatever with Shakespeare in the next room. Like, it was fucking crazy. Hmm. King Lear or some such shit. Interesting. Sorry. But, uh, but yeah, man, Luke and the gang are, are back together again. Uh, and they're in the shit. Like, they're getting sentenced to death in the pit of Carcoon. Which uh, plays a prominent role later on. And Joe... I know we'll get there. We'll get there. But this is why you should watch the second season of Mandalorian. Past the point that you did. What I, what I want to know is why didn't you finish Mandalorian? Because I stopped at Frog Uber. But anyways, what I want to know is if I can get through episode one of Falcon Soldier, you can get through one episode of fucking the Frog. Anyways, L- let him miss it. Let him miss the rest of it. It's all what good. I want to really <laughs> fucking know though is. Why does it matter if this thing's going to digest you for a thousand years if you're going to die the first fucking day, probably? I think I think in the Star Wars lore, this has a mechanism to keep you alive, yes, but to does, keep feeding you on you. Alive. Right. You yeah, have to I was, be alive. I'm like, you're, literally, you're either going to run out of food, you're going to run out of water, you're going to fucking die No, somehow. but see, that's why Boba Fett's still alive. Yeah. Because of that mechanism. It has to be like that, so yes. It's like a real-world hell where like something is keeping you yep. alive for an unnatural amount of time while torturing you. Yeah. You know? Okay, I was confused by that one. I just want I'm glad it's you like cleared, parasitic, cleared that. It's like parasitic, yeah. Up. Yep. All right, so we uh we cut to some cool shots of First of all, let me say this. Uh just to backtrack to Leia. So she's now job a slave um with the whole thing, the chain, the collar around her neck, and it's very very heavily implied that Jabba um, how do I pro- gave her the tail? Gave her the tail. Yeah, and this has been like a point of debate for years and years and years because, of course, they don't show it, but it's a it's a cut. It's you know, he's like flicking his tongue at her, and she's disgusted. He's licking her face, and then we cut to her in the bikini, you know, sort of laying at his side. So we have to fill in the dots there. Now I will say. Um, Disney owns Star Wars now. They've they've stopped selling merchandise with her in this costume. There's no such thing as Slave Leia anymore, as far as they're concerned. Um, but back in the day, that's what we all assumed, and it was like, whoa, this character is so dedicated to her cause and this rescue that she's willing to do the most disgusting act you can think of. In order for this plan to work. I mean, that was kind of the takeaway yeah. for us as kids. I don't know if you guys had a similar, if you ran into it the same way or not. But 
I'm just glad that Han couldn't, Hans couldn't see at that time because uh, he was jealous <laughs> of Luke, and Luke wasn't even the problem. Oh, no, but he heard it, though. Uh, that's oh, he worse. heard it. It's a <laughs> lot of noises going on. Ugh. I'm not okay. about that. Listen, we'll mo- I can tell you're all uncomfortable. We'll move on. I just I, I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't the only person who thought about this, and now that I know that I am, I have some real... Uh, introspection to do. Do 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 you see a therapist? No, but I will now. <laughs> I will now because okay. I've spent a lot more time thinking about this than I think I probably should have. Yeah, because back in '83, this shit didn't come up, Eric. I'm just like, you know. <laughs> we, we didn't, we didn't, di- we didn't dissect this about you know getting tailed or anything. It just, you know. See, I watched Sorry. this. And I was like, oh, they definitely fucked. Yeah, see, I, this might be a personal thing. <laughs> I wonder if maybe Jabba just doesn't actually fuck, though. Oh, no, he did Jabba fucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like That's that. Have, they, you, have you seen that comic strip with Goofy um, and his son Max? Oh, God. Any uh, of you? No. I don't, where are you going with this? I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm getting scared now. It's not going to involve This isn't like Geppettifile, is that? it? Or it might actually. It's hard to describe. You have to see it, but but in a nutshell, it's kind of like Goofy giving his son Max the talk. Oh Jesus! But it's Goofy. You know what I mean? So at first, <laughs> oh gosh, and then it, <laughs> yeah, and then eventually, like it gets kind of dark, and his eyes change, and <laughs> I can't believe I'm describing this right now. And Jesus Christ, he he tells his son like. You know, I enjoy sex too. You know, so it's it's totally natural. And Max is sitting there taking it all in. He's like, "You do?" And Goofy's on some like, "Oh, I don't just have sex, Max. I fuck." (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to Return of the Jedi. Okay, can I just say something? Uh, This is this is the first podcast where I've been privileged to have Eric lead. He's usually guesting on "Just Surprise Me." Son, you need to see somebody. Well, like, <laughs> like, like, people give me shit on the cast for you know mentioning dildos and presuming to you know what knowing what the you know dragon genitalia looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this is some next level shit, dog. Well, I I don't know what to tell like, you, man. Zach, like again, Zach and Miri make a porno co- making through my head, and I'm just like, I'm just. Uh, Oh man, you're like the equivalent when they're trying to come up with the like Star Wars parody names, like you know. <laughs> I appreciate your concern. <laughs> like, like the fucking, uh, like Return of the Anus, the all anal final trilogy, or whatever. But see, I would never watch that because I I have a reverence in my heart for these films. And I don't want to sully that with your silly porno bullshit. No, you just want to talk about Leia fucking Jabba. I think <laughs> it's implied that Leia took one for the team. Make of that what you will. I Okay, completely objectively, okay? The, the scene is Jabba licking her face, and she recoils in disgust. And the next scene, smash cut, is her in almost no clothing at his That's side true. in chains. So you're going to tell me, just as a, as a rational person, 
that the thought doesn't cross your mind? No. I don't think it's ever fucking crossed my mind. (laughs) Like, I think he's, like, you know, like, one of those, like, fucking creeps that, like, can't get it hard. So he just, you know, womanizes people. Like, like that's, that's, I think that's just it. I think he just, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, come here, girl. (laughs) Yeah, but in the expanded universe canon, that's not true. He's a horned dog who gets it on with anything that moves. Exactly. That's a lie. It's not a lie. <laughs> I've read the fucking books. It's not a lie. Uh, uh, um, um, hello. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Nope. Nope. You're bringing up canon, son, and I'm about to fucking school you. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus you know. Christ. Why? And because, you, yeah, you know why it's not canon? Because George Lucas, the, the one who almost fucked this whole thing up, says it's not canon. No. Okay, so screw Lucas. No. He, no. he fucking gimpled that shit. No. Fuck him. I'm not talking about Lucas. I'm talking about the mouse, baby. The mouse. All right, so and you're also you're constructing this whole backstory where this guy's got like an erectile dysfunction, and like you're going down a deeper he's road a than I did. Yeah, he's a cock. He's a cock. Yeah, like <laughs> I just very surface level job saw of like cock. job of a cock. What I if just, like the Star Wars version of Rizzo the Rat's the one hitting it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God, I just got. Chills, douche chills. I mean, Sorry. he's cucking. If, if Jabba's the one fucking, then that means <laughs> Slacious Crumb is cucking. He's just sitting in the corner. <laughs> All right. First, all right. we've we've spent way too much time on this. Second, <laughs> I am not at all surprised because RJ's on the episode. Right. Whether he instigated it, it's just your vibe, dude. <laughs> That's why this happened. <laughs> Price is okay. terrible. You might not have instigated oh. it, but your vibe is your vibe, buddy. And that's oh, why, God. you know. Listeners, this is why this went here, but we're going to move on now. Fun I just fact, like how, just, just how real Doug quick, is can, now rating RJ's vibe because he's a vibrator. All right, we're we're pulling out of this coldest. Just track. just All real right. quick, oh. can anybody name the, the the Star Wars canon hut, the only hut to ever be a Jedi? Pizza the hut. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> yes, that's it was nice. in Spaceballs. No, RJ. He ate himself to death. <laughs> I I don't know the name of the Jedi hut. Who is that? Beldoran the hut. Huh. It's Beldorian, but that's okay. Bel, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. He ends up turning to the dark side, and 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 Luke kills him. Fun fact. Yes. All right, but like uh, all that EU shit. Like there was a fucking Tuscan Raider Jedi. There was a a hut Jedi. Like, it's mm-hmm. too much. It's too much. No. No. Never enough. <laughs> All right. Reading is reading is fundamental, Eric. I I understand. Get on, get on that shit. It, Listen, I like some of those books, but you gotta right. admit some of them are. It's just too. It's a little goes a long way. Oh no, I agree. I admit that I stopped reading a while ago because it did get too much. But the the first ten years of those books are beautifully written. I agree. Well, hey, what happens next in the movie? All right. So next in the movie. I'll get through this next part as fast as we can. Basically, this is Leia's plan. So, as they're about to be executed, they're taken off on this little floating ship. Very, you know, throwback pirates walk the plank situation over the pit of Carcoon. You got Boba Fett there. Um, but Loveless a- comes out with his spider legs. <laughs> <laughs> Starts making yeah. racist jokes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, it, tell me it didn't have that same kind of vibe. Oh, Doug, for can, sure. you, can you rate yeah. the vibe, Doug? 
He is the vibrator. <laughs> so the plan comes to fruition, man. R2 shoots uh, the phallic, you know, lightsaber out of his chest yes. down to Luke below, and we get this this action sequence, this escape, and we get to see Luke's new lightsaber for the first time, green instead of blue. Uh, very cool choice. But Didn't that also blow your probably... mind as a kid? Say it once again. I said, didn't that blow you as a mind as a kid? Like, I don't know about you, but like when I saw it for the first time, I'm like, wait, there's other colors besides fucking red and fucking blue. Yeah, yeah dude. Like, holy was, shit. Nah, it was, it was cool. It was really cool. It, it was and honestly, cool. it was only really done because it didn't, the blue looked weird against the blue daylight. Now, so, right. If you watch this fight scene and just turn the volume all the way down and then play some Benny Hill behind it, it's really <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> Especially when Boba goes flying off. Here's the thing. So Boba Fett is very unceremoniously dispatched in the scene. It's the worst. In a stupid way. Yeah, it is. And what it came down to ultimately was money. They just didn't have enough in the budget to do what they wanted to do with the character. He was going to be the villain of one of these movies, for Christ's sake. Like, they had big plans for Boba Fett. Um, but they just didn't have the, the time or the money to, to do what they wanted, so they killed him in the shittiest, dumbest way you've ever seen. He he literally does the Wilhelm scream well, as that, he falls. I, I, that's, yeah. that's funny you mentioned that. Because if you actually watch that scene, there's... I think I counted five Wilhelm screams. Yeah. yeah. Like, some of them are pretty yep. good. They're, like, pretty masked with, like, all the other sound design. But but they're there. Yep. They used it a lot. It's oh, a staple yeah. of, of, of Lucas's. Yeah. They were having fun with this movie. Like, by the time they got to the third one, you'll note some of the ships in the background are actually, like, chewed up pieces of gum or sneakers. Like, they were just, you know... They're yeah. at the end of their tenure here at ILM. Like, it was, you know, let's just see what <laughs> we can get away with. Um, but yeah, Boba Fett is is sort of a wasted character in this movie, and stayed that way for a long, long time. Like it was EU and comics and stuff that made him. Oh, uh, absolutely! It's what brought him back. Yeah, brought yeah. him back and and made him cool. But as far as in film goes, like this was fucking embarrassing. Yeah. And it's not until The Mandalorian Season 2 that you really get the payoff of that character on film. Like what but, they... Yes, I agree. But remember, with the, with these three movies, he it's not like we knew who he was. Yeah. He, he was... He was maybe, maybe he was... It was insinuated that he was the bounty hunter of all the bounty hunters we saw. But we, we didn't get to know the guy. We had really no clue as to his background... Right. So it wasn't that impactful at the time. It's still comical the way he, he bought it, but uh, only within the context of the movie because we really didn't know who he was. I think I think it was just more of a visual thing. Like they knew they had something special with the look. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he looked very badass. And then in Empire, they made it a point for Vader to point at him and say, "Like, hey, man, no disintegrations this time. Like, you fuck it, you ruthless bastard." Right. And he yeah. just kind of. He he did what Tarkin did in New Hope and Empire, where he was kind of unfazed by Vader, and he was like, "Look, man, you can't kill this guy. Like, I need yeah. him alive." Uh, you know what I mean? No, and that's a good point. You're right. You're right. So the little taste we got of Boba Fett was was kind of that he was a badass. All right, Eric, you're right. You don't have to rub it in. 
Yeah, no. God damn it. Let's Dog. talk about the, the other unceremonious death in, in the scene. And that's where Leia uh, David Carradine's job of the hut. That was the best. She just choked a bitch out. That oh, was yeah. just so great. Yeah. I like how the chain he used to control her, she's now using to kill him. Oh, hell yeah. That's symbolism. Joe. Yeah, that's well, deep. also, yeah. again, going back to canon. As a young, like, as as somebody who watched it when uh, I was younger, even then I was like, no fucking way she has the strength to do that. Yeah. But then you factor in that she has untapped force abilities. That bring that that makes it possible now. Now, what would have happened if she started doing that and he was, like, really fucking into it? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, see, Doug, fuck you. Don't blame me for this shit. <laughs> fucking you, you fucking... Host with some degenerates, okay? That's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right, RJ. Coming from you, that does kind of stink. I just don't want to get blamed for this shit. Yeah, no, you're a muse, RJ. Okay. Amusing. Uh, you're you're there. My Steven Spielberg in this yeah, situation. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, in the chaos of this escape, uh, and obviously Leia choking out Job of the Hut. Just real quick, Joe. You should feel good because that means just surprise me is Jurassic Park in this situation. <laughs> good point. Right, anyway, so it over there. So uh, let's talk about uh, yeah. choke to completion. Um, <laughs> so in the chaos, now there's a quick scene here of while Job is getting choked out, Salacious Crumb is pulling C-3PO's eyes out. Yes. And a, yeah. a quick little fun bit of trivia: when that was being filmed. Um, what you're seeing in the movie this is the cut they used he was having a panic attack inside of that costume really legit like and he, you don't it's overdubbed so whatever he's saying he's saying but in real life he was saying like get Holy me up get crap. me up get me the fuck out of here now <laughs> like this oh is, wow yeah so if you rewatch that scene within that framework it's kind of terrifying um so they managed to escape blow up the barge get out of tatooine out of dodge um i'm gonna get us through the next bit a little faster because we spent a lot of time talking about like weird sex stuff uh they split up and luke skywalker makes it a point to go back to dagobah to keep his promise to yoda to continue his training in the way of the jedi um but when we get to dagobah yoda's in a bad fucking way i mean this is an old old puppet yeah, if you look this yeah. good when you're 900 years old yeah, yeah. like he's he's doug on the looked, doug looked at him and said fucking amateur <laughs> <laughs> 900 years get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here that was my new york guy i know huh, i know it's pretty good we that all, time actually okay. we all know it's okay, that wasn't though. the worst one i'll give you that no that you're right pretty decent right. one so yeah yoda knocking on death's door um and again, like, this is a fucking rubber puppet, but it's very affecting, man. Like, the Frank Ozness of it really comes through. This yeah. shit is sad. I don't care how jaded or old you are. It's hard to watch this scene and not get a little... I don't. You don't have to get choked up. You don't have to get emotional. But, you know, just to feel it. And That's it, what Jabba said. Okay. See, it is you, RJ. It is you! God damn it! I knew it! But no, not to just look at it and... It, That's how it I handle my you... trauma, okay? Leave me alone, Eric. Yeah, this affected me you. just like you. I'm, I'm with the same you. Way. 
defer, de, de, defuse the situation with comedy. That's right. Or dance. Yeah. But when you watch this, you forget that you're watching a stupid puppet. You really do. Like, it, it does come to life in a really kind of magical way. At least to me. Do you guys feel the same? Yep. I Yeah, yeah no, I think... In a way, it's it's a little deflating, right? It goes back to the what? Well, what is now a trope in Star Wars, where all the power in in the world using the fourth like force, like you're gonna die. Like yeah, son, but, you you're know, gonna die. Like you're gonna I, die. But the cool thing about it is, is he's wise enough to have this acceptance of death. It's like you know. No, he's it's not. It's not even something you should be fucking worried about. Like, it's just, it's part of it. I mean, if you get to kick it as a ghost, you wouldn't be worrying about it too either. <laughs> so shut the fuck You can, And apparently, you can make shit catch on fire with lightning bolts. So, you know, it's not all bad. That's true. That's true. Making <laughs> shit catch on fire with lightning bolts is definitely a perk. Uh, if Listen, if the afterlife is a thing then that would be at the yeah, top of my fucking, list. And then you get to bitch slap Luke for being a bitch. Like, come on now. Even as a ghost. <laughs> you're like, you right, a so, little bitch, Luke. Stop whining. I, I listen. You I mean, he's taking after his dad. That's true. We got to have you back on for some of these sequel trilogy movies. Oh, eventually. no. We'll never get through it. I'll fight you, bro. I'll what? fight you. I like the movies. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, okay. Anyways. Again, it's still my mission to bring you back around on Jedi, so we'll focus there. So in the meantime, the Emperor arrives at Death Star 2, and it's Ian McDermott fucking just looking gross, um, but giving an awesome performance. Everything he says is guttural. Like, it's really good. And they didn't go back. I don't even remember the guy who played the Emperor in uh, Empire. Uh, because it's just so much makeup and eye contacts and it wasn't like it wasn't the same performance he got in Jedi no no Ian McDermott opened that whole thing up hey legit question Um, because I actually don't know this did they keep the same actor for Vader throughout the whole trilogy well, you had uh, David, David Prowse. Prowse yeah. yeah. And he, he did most of it. Like, there was some stunt work that wasn't him, especially okay. in this movie. Um, but, yeah, it was mostly Prowse. I was just wondering, just because, you know, like, the whole backstory with, the, like, the, the bad blood, you know, over the dubbed dialogue. Yeah. Um, and then, and then obviously, at the end of this movie, you get somebody different, you know, for the reveal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which we'll talk about that because what the fuck, man? Like, yep, <laughs> it's uh, you want to talk anticlimactic? It's like, oh, it's your uh, it's your fat uncle. That's who he was the whole time. But uh, I digress. We go back to Yoda, uh, and we uh, Lucas is kind of perplexed as to why he was not told that Vader was his father. And Yoda does the same thing that, like, every one of your old relatives do- does when they don't want to talk about something. They, like, try to quick change the subject and shit. But uh, he gets caught. And they have this kind of deep conversation before Yoda goes. Joe, if you want to hit that clip for me, this is kind of the last thing that Yoda says to Luke. Do not underestimate the powers 
Chewing some fucking scenery. Man. There's another mm. Skywalker. Which of course is Ray. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck my ass running. Not yet, of course, though. Of course. I, no, we could do that later. It's cool. She just she's just a in someone's eye at this point. <laughs> so we Actually, learned there's another <laughs> there's another Skywalker. Um, which is a big fucking deal. And it also felt like it was going to pay off in a bigger way than it did. Um, at least in the movies. I know, you know, we've been talking about EU stuff. And it does pay off a little bit there. But um, I don't know. What are, you th- what are you guys' thoughts on the use or misuse of this plot line? Well, I, I mentioned this on the Empire Strikes Back episode that I thought, you know, because it was dropped. The hint was dropped then. We didn't know it was another Skywalker, but it was dropped in that in that app. But yeah, it's they definitely dropped the ball on it. Um, you know, it, it was definitely underused. You know. Mm. Now, since uh, the sequels were brought up, did did that like CGI Luke and Leia training sequence make up for that at all for you or no? No, no, no. Nope. So it was a missed opportunity. So as even further EU, if we're talking about the books such as uh, Bloodlines, which is a actual pretty fascinating Leia storyline that's like, yeah, um, basically the premise is, is her what happens when uh, one Mon Mothma is about to go on to glory and two um, Leia's supposed to be the successor because she's the hero of the Galactic Empire. But then news breaks and somebody actually the the, the world the, the galaxy finds out that she is Vader's father, or <laughs> Vader is her father, right? And it breaks like on oh, the Senate man. floor and shit. It's really good. It's a really 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 good book. Uh, Claudia Gray wrote that. I think that's yeah. Her name. Uh, wrote that one. Um, so it does kind of pay off, but. Oh, at the at the same time, I'm thinking in the back of my head. No, there there are more Jedi. Maybe not like in name, like, but there are there right. are plenty of Force users out there, and I I feel like early on, that was our understanding of what a Force user was. They were automatically a Jedi. Let's be real, like. Yeah. That was just the the nomenclature for a force user. Either you were a Sith or a Jedi. You weren't just a force user or a great right. Jedi. Right, and it, it also goes back to the fact that Lucas had no plans to take this any further. So, yeah. you know, 
it, it didn't for him it was not a big deal one way or the other because it was done he was moving on so now speaking of uh force users at jedi we are visited by the ghost of one obi-wan kenobi who mm. gives luke the, the the greatest line <laughs> of bullshit ever yep which is i mean luke is is right man like he's pissed off you kept this from me why did you keep this from me and you get old gramps saying well what i told you was true from a certain point of view yeah like, fuck you book. old man that's where they get the line for the book have you read that book by the way Yes. Well, actually, I will say I read the first one, but not the uh, the second one. Okay. I've, I've only made it like halfway through it just because it, it's a collection of multiple stories. So, like, it's easy to, like, just come back because it's after one chapter, the, the whole story is complete. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that's a bullshit answer. It is a bullshit answer. It's, 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 it's a sloppy retcon. Like... <laughs> Simple as that. It's sloppy. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that book. I I can't recommend it enough, man. From a certain point of view, I know there's two now. I haven't read the second one, but that first one, it it's like you said. It's these little short stories from the perspective of like, you know, background characters, mm-hmm. and you know, in a fun way, like how they affect the larger story. So, yeah. like, none of Star Wars would have happened if not for R5-D4. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, like, it literally goes into the story of exactly why they decided not to fire on the escape pod Yeah, A New Hope. Like, there is that story. It's, like, one of the, like, second or third ones. And, um, and again, I'm mentioning Robot Chicken, but literally that story is a matter of like in robot chicken they make it a joke like oh do you file the paper paperwork larry to you know launch a, a attack on an empty vessel no you don't and that's literally kind of how they break it down <laughs> in the book <laughs> like i'm just like oh okay i guess whatever you know they saw that episode too <laughs> man parallel thinking yeah yeah all right so we get to um we get back with the rebels and we meet general lando calrissian look at snazzing his new duds and shit um basically they're hatching a plan on how they're going to approach attacking this new death star so we got mon mothma we got the whole crew we got the calamaris um it's wonderful and long story short this plan is there's a weakness in the new death star too um Many Bothans died to get this information, by the way. I don't know and what... That, a bo- that line was delivered so horribly. <laughs> it <laughs> it really kind of was, was, yeah. It was just really bad. Um, Bothans are like... They're like wolf-cat hybrid... Yeah. Like, yeah. characters. Like, so they're the equivalent they're, you know, the of humanoid. Like the cat people in Skyrim. That's what they look like. Oh, yeah, shit. pretty much. Pretty much, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So the Bothans, uh, the cat people, got them this access code that they're going to use to try to breach the shield that's around the forest moon of Endor so that they can go down and basically blow up the generator for the shield that's around the new Death Star, which will allow their fleet to go in, attack, and exploit the weakness, which is directly in the center of the new Death Star. So this ain't your mama's porthole. <laughs> oh, wow. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. No, it's gaping. It's wide. <laughs> this ain't your mama's little porthole. You could shove a little. lot in there. Yeah, it's only two meters wide, man. It's about the size of a womp rat. No. I'm talking about the new one. I'm talking the about new one. you can shove in the, the new and improved model, too. Yeah, right in the middle. Right Whole in the center. A lot more orifice, if you know what I mean. But you got to get out in time, because mm. it's going to blow. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and there's no no amount of ships that can plug that hole. And that's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Uh, yeah. It's still not as bad as if your mom dips crackers in chocolate and calls them cookies. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Uh, so with this information, uh, our team goes out in what is a really cool underrated ship, the Imperial Shuttle. You know, the kind of... I thought that thing was badass when I was little. I was like, fucking... That, the, the, I'm a sucker of, like, you know, the... the it looks like a dust buster with triangle wings. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, no, fuck, it really does. Damn it. God damn Why it. Why you gotta do it like ruined. that, man? Ruined. Fucking ruined. Um, no, because I was gonna say, I'm a sucker for the, you know why you need to have to lower the wings when you're in space but it fucking looks cool yeah it was the cool. 80s right <laughs> uh, that's just how shit went in the 80s that's that's just how it goes i mean there was the delorean there was every car's headlights <laughs> yeah every car's <laughs> headlights. <Very true. laughs> all right so we're yeah. in this now bullshit ship uh, that I thought was cool five minutes ago, but Joe ruined. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. You're welcome. <laughs> and You're <as> welcome. We, <laughs> and as we approach the uh, the force field, uh, we get this bit of dialogue here uh, about the code they're using and how they should act upon approach. We have you on our screen now. Please identify. Shuttle Tiderium requesting deactivation of the deflector shield. Shuttle Tiderium, transmit the clearance code for shield passage. Transmission commencing. Now we find out if that code is worth the price we pay. It'll work. It'll work. Vader's on that ship. Now don't get jittery, Luke. There are a lot of command ships. Keep your distance, though, Chewie. But don't look like you're trying to keep your distance. I don't know. Fly casual. Fly casual. Just like Harrison Ford did when he landed on a runway where a plane was taken off. That was like two years ago. Oh, gosh. No, actually, that was before. That was before even the newest trilogy came out, sir. Oh God! Don't don't get on me about time. Time is a fucking illusion. All right, RJ. Now, to two be years, fair, ten years. To be fair, I'm pretty difference. sure they they didn't revoke his pilot's license, so it could happen again. It could have happened again, but um, yeah. This is only the third or fourth time he's done it. Him, him no, and John yeah. Travolta were doing blow off the fucking cockpit. <laughs> I land where I want to land. God damn it. So, uh, yeah, it's a great little, you know, Harrison Ford line, fly casual. Like, that's, you know, there's some levity in the scene. Yep. Um, and it, and 
what else can you say about it? It's just I had to I had to play it for you because it's fucking wonderful. Um, now Luke gets jittery because this is this is really the first time you get the sense that like they can feel each other's presence in a big bad way. Mm-hmm. And fucking Vader knows he's on that ship, and Luke knows Vader knows, and you know it's it's that feeling of like oh I'm fucking this whole thing up, which he is, but. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, but that being said, Vader instructs them, not nah, just let them in, I'll deal with it. Like, just leave it to me. So they land on the surface, and we get a really fun costume change. Which is uh, like the South Florida of Star Wars. Like, it's all camo. <laughs> yes. I did dig those costumes. I remember in the in the theaters, seeing that. It, yeah. Hey, the helmet's cool. fucking cool, dude. Those helmets are cool, man. Yeah, they are. You got some quippy joke about that, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, trying to ruin more shit. Now this is the redwoods, I mean, it was, right? Like it was no Tropic Thunder. It is no Tropic Thunder. <laughs> it is no nothing thunder. is. Uh, this is this is your neck of the woods, right, RJ? Like. Fucking four mm. hours north of you, more like, no, like nine seven hours north. Nine, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit further away. I have can you, go to Vegas quicker than I can go there. <laughs> exactly. Have you ever ventured up this far north in California? <laughs> there was this one time you went to Pismo Beach. <laughs> I was waiting for fucking Joe to say because I tell that on the podcast <laughs> about how one of the best vacations I did was go up to fucking Pismo. Pismo so, Beach. I was, I was waiting to drop it too, and you're waiting for me to drop it. It's kind of like the me cruise ship story. Yeah, dude, for real. <laughs> went up there, went to Santa Cruz, went to San, stayed in San Fran. Uh, I've also stayed in San Fran. Like, yeah, it's 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 a fun part of uh, the state to be in. Yeah, I've been out there before too. It's beautiful as well. It's, it is. It's really fucking cool. Breathtaking. Yep, yeah. I agree. Well, I've never been so fuck all years. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> you might kind of never because the fires really did a number on a lot of the woods that you're seeing in this film. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And so a lot of that old, old, old wood, you know, what we call uh, Doug's Doug. That was just, <laughs> just <laughs> gone. <laughs> I was just waiting. I, was sitting, oh, I, was I like, actually, like, I actually okay. sat back in my chair. <laughs> I saw this joke coming from my exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was ready for ready. But to no, talk. it's it really is unfortunate. A lot of that is gone. These trees are dug after he takes his Viagra. Exactly. Like, yeah, that shit that, works. Is that where we were going? All right. Do they still have the one tree where you can drive your car through? I don't know. That's I think really that actually um uh died or something like years ago. Jesus or Christ. either they shut it down where you can't drive your car through it anymore. There was something that happened with that, but I remember hearing something about that one. It's nothing sacred. All right. <laughs> anyway, so we're in the These woods. Um, we, we get the Empire's version of, like, bike cops, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Hey, one of the coolest fucking vehicles in this film franchise. I agree, man. The speeder bike, the way that all of this was filmed, like the sequence and the speed and... I mean, it was literally just a guy walking through the woods with a steady cam, you yeah. know, at, at like one frame per second or whatever. But it yep. looks, it looks kind of fucking like too Terrifying. dangerous to actually do. Yeah. Yeah. But the like, speeder bike sound effects are what gets me. I mean, of all the sound effects, that's my favorite. 
in these movies. Um, I actually had to look it up. And the sound guy, um, he he took recordings of P-51 Mustangs and P-38 um, planes, World War II planes, and s- just blended them, mixed them together, and, you know, put a little synthesizer slant on it. And that's how he got those sounds. But I love the way they almost sound like, like I, I don't know, almost like a howler monkey in a way. It's like a whoop, you know. Yeah. yeah. While these things are tearing through the forest, and I, I just really dug the sound effects. Doug, do you want me to ruin the sound for you? Go ahead. <laughs> I read an interview with the same sound guy. You know what he was trying to emulate? What? Fucking Roadrunner. So when, really? Yeah, when you're stationary and the bike goes by you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, very yeah. much that, like, meow. Yep. Okay. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, the sound guy. Anyway, no, but it really um, is. It really is. I mean, but yeah, I just, I just dig the sound. I just dig the sound that the speeder bikes make. Yeah, yeah, it's badass, man. Um, the whole sequence, like the chase, the the biker scouts chasing uh, Luke and Leia through the forest is still. I mean, with you're talking about '80s effects here, I think it holds up really well. I think it holds up better than Absolutely. almost anything in the movie. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. I mean. The urgency and the 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 way it portrays, like you said, just speed is uh, just amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. It's 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 it puts me at a loss word for words because I've seen other films that just don't even get close, right? Um, when, when capturing how fast something is going. Oh yeah, dude! It, it looks dangerous as fuck. Like you know, especially you have this scene where Leia and the scout trooper are parallel to each other, and like they can't really do anything because there's too many trees between them. So it takes a while before he is able to like get a clear shot with his sidearm and shit. Like all of that looks fucking terrifying. Yeah. It reminds me of the first time I tried. Uh, I used to ride a motorcycle, and so I got my uh, endorsement for my license, and then I bought a bike from a dealer. But that was only like the second time I've ever ridden a motorcycle. It was uh-huh. it was the endorsement class, and it was buying a motorcycle. So when I took it off the lot, it was the scariest fucking half hour of my life. <laughs> like getting on real roads and getting up to like 45 50 60 i was like oh my god this is fucking terrifying and this kind of takes me back to that feeling of like this is too yep. fast for you sense. to be moving on a thing with two wheels or <laughs> you know what i mean like it's just oh yeah um so at the end of this kind of breathtaking sequence uh we lose leia like she she has to bail and that opens up this kind of uh this plot line where she may or may not be dead they don't know they gotta find her um but she has uh well we'll we'll get there she has her own encounter with the natives of this planet oh, I, I thought oh. we were going to talk about she she all she did was just hold her breath <laughs> We're going to talk about the Ewoks, all right? Love them. So if you're uh, listening to Masters of the Cinematic Universe, you obviously love movies. 
Uh, I do too, because I host this podcast. And um, my pedal company, 37FX, um, definitely has a movie theme. So if you're looking for really cool guitar pedals and the bonus of having some uh, fun movie themes, uh, hit up the website, 37FX.com. That's the word 30, the number 7.com. Uh, you can find things like the Fat Guy Little Coat Fuzz and uh, soon to be released, the Tombstone Treble Boost, both, both based on some fantastic movies. So, uh, you know, hit the website up. We've got some great sound samples on there. And uh, you can also hit me up um, through Facebook or Instagram uh, with any questions you have. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. <laughs>